baby, we got a wild one for you this week. Dipper is battling a sty infection. That's right. I'm down in Mexico, sty on my face, sweat dripping down my back, and not feeling my best. And I'm doing wonderful in Los Angeles, California. Meatballs up there, scheming. Scheming. Scheming, scamming, and scamming, and bleeping, and tooting. (laughs) Bleeping and tooting. That's right. Honey, we talk about a lot of shit. We talk about Beyonce. We talk about going to to get tickets for that, and a ton of uh, voicemails. What else do we talk about? Reading. The reading, the happening in the voice. Y'all, the the daddies and college dips back. We'll get to the bottom of it. Enjoy this episode. Goodbye. M. Oh. M. Mom. When first choice is a big old bus. You turn around and boom, you end up with us. Our number is 213-536-9180. Our email is sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Now on with the show. Oh, hi, you sloppy, you stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks, you dirty little fucks, you stupid little fucks. Welcome to Sloppy Seconds with Big Derper Meatball. I'm Meatball and that's Big Derper. Welcome, Dipper, to, welcome to Sty Dipper Talk. Sitting here. We're back to Sty Talk. <laughs> you're sitting here. You're in Mexico. Uh-huh. And you have... A sty, but I've never seen one on the bottom of someone's eye like this. What? Yours, You've only it seen it on the top lid? On the top lid. I've never seen the bottom side swell up like that. Yeah, it looks like I got it truly looked terrible. Face. Is it ruining so your um, sex escapades weekend? Yes. The answer, the answer is a, a resounding yes. Because... Though I um, like how on your TikTok you've been advertising this as like, and in our podcast you were like, well, I'm visiting my friends in Mexico, and it also just so happens to be the same weekend as this bear party. Well, I love that you think that that's some like weird strategic thing. I mean, it is. I haven't attended a single thing. Like, we... I got here, we hung out, we and went for a I walk. wasn't like it was strategic. It's just the way that you're like announcing it, you know? The way you're telling it is like, announcing oh, I just it. happen to be here instead of just being like, yeah, I wanted to go to this party and I'm staying at my friend's house because I uh, don't want to get a hotel. So you think that I was like, when's Beef Dip? That's when I want to come down? No, I think you were like, I know when Beef Dip is. That's when I want to <laughs> go there. <laughs> Well, you haven't. They haven't caught me at a single beef dip event. I just feel so crazy. I woke up, was like ready to go to the airport, and I was like, huh, "My eye feels kind of weird. Maybe it's just because like I didn't sleep enough, or like there's some weird allergy." And then I'm like on the plane, and it's starting to get worse and worse. And when I land, it's like puffy. Uh. And so now I'm walking around. I definitely want to get an eye patch. But I'm, you gotta. I'm walking around kind of like squinting and like the medicine I have for it makes it look like it's like oozing. Like but a it's milky just, eye. But it's just the medicine. Like the medicine is what's making it wet. It's not like oozing a liquid. I but gotta I, tell you, that one time I was in Baltimore, I sent you a picture of it. That person brought me that eye cream mm-hmm. and it made my sty go away like overnight. That's amazing. I mean, I have like a medicated cream, but they've got every kind of pharmacy down here. So maybe I'll... Go check it out. Yeah, I was wondering about that. You want to grab me some drugs while you're there? I'm staying with a doctor, and he says hot compress as much as possible. So that's what I'm up to. I've got some hot water here. and um, But it's really, really putting a damper on my weekend. I will tell you, no, to be honest, like, you know who I'm here with, and they've got Meatball the dog. So I'm here with Meatball the dog. I love Meatball the dog. And um, we're literally just hanging out, walking around, not doing anything. We're going to go to the beach tomorrow. But I was I had like these little secret plans after I truly and honestly found out beef dip was happening at the same time. Um, I was like, oh, maybe I can dip away in the evening time. But I have zero interest in talking to anyone with my eye like this. It is just like so debilitating to like feel it on your face like that. Maybe you could, like, dress it up, throw a little glitter on it, and be like, oh, yeah, I got some glitter in my eye, and, you know, this is this is what I look like now. It just makes me not want to do anything. Like, I just want to sleep it off till my eye's better, you know what I mean? 
Does it? I just farted, and I wonder if the microphone picked it up. Did you hear anything? I was it. Did it make you bounce in your chair? I did bounce a little bit. You can't see because you get your eye covered. Ugh. Why is it? That so that... how? Let's hear a Mexico update. You sent me a video of. Uh, I'm guessing lines of gay people outside of bars, and it looked like a total nightmare to me. So last night we did, after dinner, we, like, strolled around, and I was like, I want to go see, like, the heart of everything. Baby. I mean, the it just looked like, I was like, why would you even, why, you know, call in. Let's talk about it. Why would you see, describe the video that I sent you. It was it was um, a street in Mexico, mm-hmm. I'm assuming, and there was just like an unorganized large group of people out. It looked like Mardi Gras in Louisiana. It was so packed at this but it, one They looked bar. like they were all focused on getting into one bar, but there wasn't a line or anything. It was just like a crowd of people fighting to get in, which is crazy to me. Well, no one was fighting to get in. Everyone was just sort of milling about, and I'm like, to me, if I saw that, I would be like, why would you look at that and go, I want to walk inside of that crowd? Like, that seems nuts to me. And maybe yeah. it's just, I'm just not built for this kind of a like. Well, we're not. Yeah, we're not skinny. No, we I can't do like it. That. We can't I mean, squeeze and fit in. And I mean, when you say a- excuse me, here's something skinny people need to know. When I say excuse me. You need to move three times you need to your move, own personal body yeah, size What out of you the way. think is enough space for you, double, triple it. Take a real step back and say, oh, here you go. I've literally, one time someone, someone like scooted their chair forward and I just looked at them and I went, Again, like, like, can you keep it pumping? (laughs) I love that. Yeah, one more, one more of those, one more big step forward. Two, two, two and a half, really. I don't want to have to rub my belly on you, but I can do it. I, I do have a call to action because, like, I'm, I listen, lovely, amazing, great time walking around. I've had some good food. I've bumped into a couple people that I know from like previous world travels. Very exciting. The weather's great. I mean, good vibes all around. But I am really curious. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love a vibe. (laughs) All the vibes. I am really curious for someone who is really well-versed. Like, Because there are people who come down here specifically for Beef Dip, who stay at the hotel, who go to all the parties. I want one of those people to invite me into their group so I can experience what the full-on week feels like. You know, maybe next year. I just want to yeah. know what it feels like. Maybe not with a sty. That not now. Um, I'm trying to hide in the bushes. I don't know what it feels like. But you know, when I think of people like that, I think every gay group has had a person like this in their life where um they come in they date like two or three people in a series in like the time frame of like four or five months. They date two or three people in the friend group, ruin everything and disappear. And they just move on to another friend group and ruin that friend group. And you think that's the Did you do you know people like that? that? I think that those people get together and go to these big circuit parties and then disappear uh, from each other and go uh, back to their regular cities. And then I, they come back to, like, they only go to circuit parties together and then just live their lives running amok like a wild, faggy nymph. I do know that personality type. I think when we spoke in the past about a friend of yours that you are no longer friends with, they might be in that personality type. And I do love that you call them a magical nymph. Because... Oh, oh, I guess I wouldn't. No, I I don't think I I guess I would classify them as that kind of. I feel like that type of person. You see them one year at a big gathering, and you're like, "Oh, cool! You're with all your friends." And then the next year, they're with a totally, completely different group, and you're like, "Oh, okay, okay, okay." What about the gay? What about the gay personality type where they just say a name of a person like you know their group of friends? That happens 
all the time with one of my friends. They're Unpack like, oh yeah, it's Jamie and Jerk, Jer- 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 you know them. And I'm like, I don't know who those people are. And they're like, no, you've met them. You know that everybody knows who they are. And I was like, no, I don't know them. Like, and they do that for every single person. I've never met Jamie and Germs. And I don't know who they are. Jamie and Jormer. Jormer. And Jerk Jerks. Yeah. Jackie Joyner Cursor. Yeah. Let's, let's take a break. We'll be right back after this break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it, baby? Bet. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now, that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your if I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would like pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yeah. love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this. Like, make a change in how you think. I think we all think, like, that's just how my brain works or, like, this is how I see the world. But those things can shift and change. And you can learn tools in therapy to be like, look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different. You, those are things you can talk about with your therapist. Mm-hmm. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. Okay, we're back. And we're back. Wicked. What's been going on with you stateside, Diva? Um, uh, we're keeping it pumping. I went to <laughs> um a drag. Oh no, it was a trivia night hosted by this drag queen named Queen Sheba, who is also the slowest bartender at Precinct. Um, she's very funny. It's every Thursday night, and the the theme that we actually got nothing wrong on the category was. Nigeria. It was just 10 questions about the country of Nigeria, and we got them all correct. What? I know. Isn't that crazy? And then the other one that I thought I was going to get everything correct on was um, Robin Fenty. You know Robin Fenty? I'm aware of her. Robin Rihanna. I got like three questions wrong. How do you know so much about Nigeria? Um, Well, it was a group effort. What was so, your what was your trivia team name? Spaghetti Fleshlight. <laughs> Thoughts on that? I, um, why was he wearing a condom when well, he was fucking those little things? I think on Race Chips or Alaska said because he didn't want to get any of the Piscetti pregnant, which I thought was very funny. But um, I think it's more about. You know, avoiding any sort of food-related irritation, interurethral infections, possibly a sty on your cock, you know what I mean? Cock Uh, sty? Wait, but people were tagging you in this idea because you're sort of, I wouldn't say that the sexy food-eating contest is old and played out. But you are sort of coming up against the thing where you're like, I guess we'll do hot dogs again. I guess we'll do pickles again. Like, there is sort of at a certain point you will have to yeah, level up. 
there's only so many foods that you can eat, eat. you know, in a competitive way. So how Sexy. do you feel about them in a flesh flesh jack, fleshlight? Well, it would be interesting to see someone eat it out of the fleshlight. Honey, now now we're now we're exploring. Now who's now we're talking. See, now we're talking about this is called leveling up. This is so synergy. There would this be, is called uh, a brainstorm, a synergy. Yeah, uh, yeah. So firing there would the be synapses. one uh-huh. that would be a fake butt, and on yes. the other side, someone would have to be pushing pickles maybe Tootsie out. Rolls or put pickles or <gasps> hot dogs through it So and to their mouth. You should make a little set design, and you buy a fake butt and a fake pussy. And you mount them on like a board, and then the the go go dancers hold the board up, and someone feeds items through the backside of them. So it's almost like a like a um, you know when they do like an ice or, luge for the shots. Yeah, it's like yeah. I was about to say it could be like a plinko board down. Yes, and they have to guess where it's gonna land. Yeah. But then at that <laughs> yes, point, yes, a plinko board. That's amazing. <laughs> or it can be like, or they have to pick a. Or it's like a it's like a old school game show where they have to pick a pick a door, and it's like little windows, and whoever opens it's like maybe it's a gloved hand just like holding a cupcake out, or they open another one, it's like a human ass shitting an apple into their mouth. Yes, and or shrimp shitting shrimp, and we already know that uh, Abora put shrimp up her butt, so she's already she's locked and loaded. It's these types of conversations that, um caused me to have to bleep our show on youtube so we could maintain our monetization the monetization because baby we're gonna get this whole thing whole place shut down so the new plan for our listeners and i'm sure i'll communicate this properly elsewhere is that we're gonna start releasing the full length shows on youtube but they're gonna be bleeped they're all they're gonna be bleeped to house because we're gonna get in trouble if we don't And then the and and then like if you have Mom Plus, you can get the full episode unbleeped. That's like the new T on that. That's the T on that, sis. Ma, sis, honey. Um, I I feel like you have so much going on that you never talk to me about. Like what what is happening? In what capacity? I do respond to your text messages. I just responded earlier today. Hmm. What? I just don't buy it. Like, I just don't buy that you're not. Like, I feel like you're up to something. What would I literally? <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Like, I, I have what would I be up like, to? <laughs> you're like scheming or something. That you have like a lot of shit going on. That like, like there was a period of time. I feel like this fall when we just like we knew everything that was happening in each other's lives and like work stuff too. And I feel like one of your New Year's resolutions was like not to talk to me as much because I. Just oh my god! Like, I wish I would have thought of that. I just feel like all the time I'm like, I wonder what that bitch is up to. Well, I'm just hanging out. I went and got lunch with Gabriel Gestellum. Oh, yeah. He was back in town. We went and got um, all-you-can-eat Korean barbecue. And let me tell you, they hated us. We walked in, and I was like, they're going to see us two fatties walk in here and be like, get the bad meats or something. You know what I mean? Uh, Like, uh. Because they knew that we were just going to like tear it up. Um, and so when we ordered our food, they gave us two full orders of everything. Stun. Instead of like one. No, because if you can't eat it all, you have to pay for what you don't eat. Uh, and so they gave us like two full orders of everything. And then we were like, oh, God, we have to eat this. But I had ridden my motorcycle there. And not to say that, like, if I'm full, I can't ride my motorcycle. But I'm fat. And if I get full, I get real sleepy. So and so the ride home, car. I was literally, I'd rather be in the car sleeping behind the wheel, because at least I know how to do that. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> but did you cry? <laughs> trash. No, no, but I was trying to get home really fast. And normally when I'm riding my motorcycle, I just act like I'm a car. Like I don't do that thing where you zip between cars because Lane's I'm terrified good. of. Yeah, lane something. I'm terrified of like hitting a mirror or like 
getting knocked off or because I'm fat. I think I'm wider than the space necessary. So I was doing that the whole way home, just trying to get home, which I've never done before. I was just like, oh, I don't like, care. I guess. I'll and then die. did you walk in the? Did you walk in the door and you were like, well, it's time to take a nap, and then you were completely energized. Yeah, that always happens to me when I'm ready to sleep. And then I'm like, I'm not going to bed. So are you sleeping on this vacation? Have you taken a nap yet? I slept through the night last night. I popped a little sleepy pill, little mushroom. Because given to you from a doctor. Mushroom mushroom. sleeping pills. Yeah, you know I try to stay away from the the narcotics. (laughs) Hey, can you tell me about the Bomo Beauty? You ordered a Bob and Monet beauty product? Oh my god! I yeah, they announced the beauty product yesterday. It's a set uh-huh. of two eyeshadow palettes that are connected. Um, one is called Pretty, and one side is called Smart. No, funny, pretty funny, pretty smart was the show you did on Netflix. In which Shit, it got died. canceled. It got canceled. It got canceled. Um, it was. <laughs> it's very good makeup. I I it was. It I, couldn't okay, not to be. be com- you know what I mean? Yeah, no, but to be bad. completely honest, remember a long time ago when I was in Chicago and Layla McQueen painted me? Uh, briefly, she used all the, the product. She used that product, like and the testers it of bad. it. And it was, no, I thought it was absolutely incredible. Oh. I was like gagged at how good it was then. And she was like, yeah, they've been going back and forth and like, we're all, like, they were anyway they've been working on this for so long and so the minute i saw it i was like yes i'm gonna buy it and it's better than i remember like one swipe fully pigmented it's like some of the best makeup i've ever used so i can't wait to use it because it's got the blue eyeshadows how would you perfect blue how would you compare it to your hip dot palette um i don't think that this one is vegan Ooh, ooh. but it's it's but it's uh, a better than the one that i did yeah it's better well cool. to each their own you know what i mean to each it's better and you know what else is better than because i switched from um i mean the hip dot one is wonderful for a vegan makeup but you understand when you're buying vegan makeup it's like talc free so it's gonna be you're gonna need to use a little bit more of the product to make it really uh, pop this you don't need to use much you know what i mean do you remember how funny it was that we were both in the alexis michelle interview you were talking to her about clat and you were like what else could it be and we both said talc talc <laughs> that's funny to me i love alexis michelle deja oh deja i forgot Deja guy cons- texted me a long time ago she wants to be on the podcast Oh, stun. I love that. Do you do you consider yourself a comedian? Long pause. In what way? Yeah. <laughs> I said in what way and then I said yeah. Um, I consider myself I, a comedian. Do you consider yourself? See, I, I think that you're like a a comedy rapper. I don't consider myself a comedian. I consider myself You don't think your shit's like, funny? Uh, I consider myself um, a competent presenter who can be jovial and comedic at times, which is not really now. Category. Jovial so, is a term only used for large people. Who's having did that? I, did I stutter? <laughs> did I stutter? <laughs> no. Someone was talking to me about sloppy seconds, and they were like, "I've submitted you guys to be." Someone at the network was like, oh, annually I submit you guys to be on the, like, 50 comedians to watch list for, like, this magazine or whatever. And I was like, what? Like, us? Comedians? Like, I don't consider myself that because I don't feel like I write jokes. But you've got your good old pickle bit. Well, I do. I do do the pickle bit. And I do. um, Do, Well, I've done stand up. No, I know. Non-pickle bit. But I don't. I, I don't think you? that that's like what I. I think I just consider myself like a producer host, like a part event, an event, plan, a glorified wedding planner. Event. That's planner. right. And the wild. I'm thing about the J Lo of drag. It's a butthole and some shrimp that are getting married. We'd love to have you back, Abora. 
All right, let's take a little break and then we're going to listen to some voicemails. And we're back. Speaking about, before we do the voicemails, I'm so excited for this month's fat slut. I have Nikki Jizz from San Francisco. Stunt. As the headliner, along with Rock'em Sakura. Love. Former guest of the pod. And then we'll have Marta Bichu, my drag mom. Um, returning Kyra Jete, because she slayed it last time. I can't wait to have her back. And Queen Sheba will be singing, but I might um, have a hook and pull her off the stage quickly. And a performer by the name of Je ne sais quoi, um, who's been to the show a couple times and shows up in drag. That's awesome. That sounds like a really great lineup. I'm excited to attend. I think I forgot someone. Oh, Barbara Wire. Barbara oh, Wire fun. is in it, too. We love to see it. We I love to hear I'm... it. Hold on. We now I'm like, have a... did I add her in that email that I sent? You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. The the producer slash event coordinator. Yes, I did. I did my job right. Is actively right. sending emails here on the pod, just so we know that all of the attendee, all of the performers will be in attendance. Well, I fucked up before, and I'll do it again. Constantly. First! Email! All right. Do you want to listen to a voicemail? Yeah, I'd love to. Oh, I said email. A little Big Dipper sat by a stripper eating ham and cheese with a baseball bat. The club had went up. Mm-hmm. Meatball is a fat slut. Mm-hmm. And that's all she has to say about that. Huh? Goodbye. Slay. That's the Beyonce one. <laughs> okay, love you, bye. Wait, She's... play the, play that the end again. She hit uh, that Beyonce. Goodbye. That's the Beyonce one that Meatball couldn't remember. Okay, love you, bye. Is this Nora Jones? Wait, I love her voice. I don't know who that is. Her voice is so pretty. She must be a professional. Yeah. I wanna, that's the, if I can have a singing voice. Goodbye. It's the raspiness. That's the Beyonce one that Meatball couldn't remember. Okay, love you, bye. Did you see that little clip of Shea Coulee's new podcast, It's Giving Fashion, going around where they're talking about pink? Oh, the singer, songstress, raptress. And she says, um, she says, like, all the pop girlies had, like, their own style. Like, Britney was, like, sexy and sweaty. And Christina was, like, sexy and dirty. And Pink was, like, sexy and black. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, yeah, she used to be black. Oh, my God, and that's then, so funny. And then Shay referred to as the original black Pink. Which I thought was also very funny. Oh, that's very funny. Ah! That's Shea Coulee. She doesn't miss very often. You know what I mean? No, she never do. And I can't wait Shout for Iron Lionheart. What's that thing she does? Fashion. It's giving fashion. That's and it. Tiger Lily. I, I love, love Tiger, Tiger Lily. Lily. Love, love, love. She helped me. Her and Shay years ago helped me do styling on my one of my old, old videos, Meat Quotient. I got a meat quotient. I got to me that meat. When Delta work, when I talk to Delta about my gig, she goes, she goes, oh, what do you get up there and go like, oh, fuck me in my booty cat. That's her impression of what I do. It's not off. It's not that oh, far right. off. Well, here we go. <laughs> Goodbye. Hello. Uh, have you ever. Oh, God. Have you ever had an artist friend who complains about why their stuff's not popping off? And so you call them to leave them constructive criticism. And then you realize as you're leaving the voicemail that you're just going to sound like an asshole and or hurt their feelings. So instead, you just leave them an awkward voicemail explaining why you're not giving them criticism. Yeah. 
I don't know. Totally unrelated to anything I had to say. But, uh, yeah, love the pod. Sorry for the sloppy. Bye. Did you catch all that, Meatball? So they called their friend to give them constructive criticism and then decided, nah, I'm just not going to. I called you to let you know that I'm not going to give you criticism. So not to be a narcissist, but I actually think this was like a very meta read on me. What do you mean? Well, they said, do you ever have an artist friend that you want to give criticism to? So you call and then in the middle of the call, you back out and then you just leave an awkward voicemail about it. Uh, <laughs> well, here, you can't take everything so personal. <laughs> you know what I mean? If okay. you do, life is going to be hard. You so know, let's sometimes you got to just, you got to keep it pumping. <laughs> let's take it at face value. This was not about me. How maybe you, it was. <laughs> how do you give constructive criticism to your artist friends when they're not popping off? Um, I think it. I think they to and for me, in order for people to give me criticism, I have to like, at, like ask them, or enough time has to go by for me to like be able to hear it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, should it be? Because I feel like if I see that there's something wrong, like, I, as the artist, like, know that there's something wrong. Like, I can sense, I can see it, and I'm like, next time I will avoid that. Right. But what if it's a criticism that, you know, where the, you know, it's like the call is coming from inside the house. Like, the artist will never see it because they don't think there's anything wrong with it i am of the belief that unless someone asks me explicitly for my opinion on something to their face i will not give that opinion to their face i will talk to you about it and i will text yeah i'll tell remember when i texted you that one thing about the gloves and you were like I don't know why you're telling me this. And I was like, I just don't. There's no one else I can tell. I was like, I, this has nothing to do with me. Like, I don't. I know, but I was like, I need to get it out. And you're there. I've actually been wanting to say something wildly critical about a perfect uh, person. And I haven't been able to get you on the phone to say it. And I do not want to text it to you for you to have it written down. Uh Uh-oh. And you maybe love it, to you love to send those messages cool. where you have to do the shake on, like you have to rub your finger on top of it to make it appear. Yeah, so you can't screenshot it. Oh, that's why, because your finger's busy. What if you get a friend to do it? Well, then I'll know that it was you. So you're saying I could text you this shady thing. You could or you could just wait until this phone call is over. Listen, for me, in my opinion, and you are different from me, but we like, what do people. you say? What do you say? Because I, to me, it's like, unless I explicitly ask an opinion, I don't really care to hear it. I I feel like because I consider myself like good at making things and a director, I offer up my opinion a lot and... I will say like, oh, if it were me, I would X, Y, and Z. Or sometimes I I couch it in like, you know what would be amazing if you did this kind of thing? I think that's such a cool idea and you'd be so good at it. And they were like, oh, I'm for that all the time. Giving constructive ideas. But the last thing I ever want to do, I think this person was like, I was going to criticize. Am I wrong? Yeah, let's listen just to the beginning of this. Here's the beginning of this again. Hello. Uh, have you ever, oh God, have you ever had an artist friend who complains about why their stuff's not popping off? And so you call them to leave them constructive criticism. And then you realize as you're leaving the voicemail that you're just going to sound like an asshole and or hurt their feelings. So instead you just leave them an awkward voicemail explaining why you're not giving them criticism. See, to me, that feels very Oh, pointed. that's about you. Yeah. <laughs> I think because um, last week I was like, oh, my music video doesn't have hundreds of thousands of views, so everyone please go watch it. 
Mm. I don't think there's much to critique on that video. Let me tell you that. To be perfectly frank, Ocean. Well, don't read the comments because that's where the critiques will be. I didn't. There are no bad comments on my music video. Oh, that's great. There's not enough people watching it to put bad comments on there. So. And there it is again. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Again. So this is I just. Th- this was just a read. Okay. Next call. Next call. Just a read. Don't waste my time. Little Big Dipper fisted a stripper. His arms were all covered in goo. Then he sucked off two dads. They gave him their wads and said, what a good boy are you. That's goodbye. Mm. That was well done. That was a good one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wads meaning loads? White American dad semen. Lads. <laughs> That's incredible. You are a comedian. I just I <laughs> next call. No, 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 no. I want to unpack one more thing and then we have to take a break before the next calls, which is I believe in my heart of hearts that speaking about the dads on this podcast has caused them to never return my texts. Oh my God. Because <laughs> I think I jumped the boom boom gun and I started talking about them too soon. And I think it was because I was thinking to myself, well, girl, nothing's going to happen. Or like, they're not going to text me back. Because I think the first time I mentioned them, I was like, oh, I was at a party and I met these dads and maybe I could be sucking their dicks. And then, like, I sort of detailed how it went with them. And then I sort of was like, maybe I'll see them again. And, like, at this point, they're just non-responsive to my text messages. Uh, Okay. I I think they know and they hate it. And they were like, nope, we're not bringing that little boy back in this house. You know, a lot of people don't like to be talked about publicly. I'm sorry that that happened to you. Also, could it also be maybe maybe take a step outside of yourself? It has nothing to do with me, and they're just they have stuff going on in their life. Maybe you just were bad, <laughs> or maybe they found a younger model. <laughs> See, that's what you said before. You're like they found someone else because maybe your maybe the problem wasn't that your schedules weren't fitting, and maybe it was that your schedule didn't work with theirs. <laughs> Maybe they needed someone who was, like, a waiter at night and just around all day. You know what I mean? I agree. I But, like, that doesn't mean, I don't know. Maybe okay. you were always late, and they they wanted a, a boy who's on time for daddy's cream loads. I saw them once. Well, bitch, you shouldn't have talked about them after one time. I talked about them... <laughs> I talked to them about them before I even went and saw them. I talked about them after I met them. Yeah, I ruined it. I'm fully aware. I ruined it. It's okay. And you know, how are you supposed to tell your friend that they ruined it? You call them and leave them an awkward voicemail. You call voice them and leave them a weird voicemail. That's how. If well, you're the well, dad, what, you, here's, what you're I, the here's what I it. did. Here's what I did when um someone did this a similar thing to me. They kind of... I would just I just showed up at their house one time. Well, it was two o'clock in the morning. But I did show up at their apartment knocking on their door and I did see them one last time. And so maybe what you should do that. Did they say? They were like, You're very drunk. You should probably leave. And I said, Are you sure? I'm right here. And he said, I'm sure. Then he also said, that's not my mug. <laughs> In relation to what? I used, I brought him a mug that I believed was his. Like you left this? or I Like I was this? like, you left this at my house or whatever. Because that's not my mug. A ceramic I think you mug? Stole it. I think you stole it from the diner. <laughs> God, you really have some wild alcoholic behavior, huh? Ah! <laughs> We'll be right back after this break.
and we're back. And we're back. We're back. How old were you when all that happened? Uh, uh, nineteen or twenty? Not even twenty-one yet. Not even twenty-one yet. What'd you say? Oh, are you going to go see Beyonce? What's the t- what's the T sis? I don't think so. You know, I don't think so. I put like, my, I, I registered myself, but the seats that I want. Okay, this is going to sound cunty, but if I'm going to go see Beyonce, the seats that I want to sit at are fifty five hundred dollars a seat. Okay. Um. And I just can't imagine spending that much money on that when I'll just buy the DVD. Well, and I know everyone's like, everyone's like, well, there's three hundred dollar tickets, and I was like, I that wouldn't make me comfortable. You like, I don't like. Don't I like going to an go event. To I don't like driving into a stadium, walking all the way up to the top of it. Then when the show lets out, it's like another four hours to get home. Like I don't want to do that whole process to begin with. Right. So for a bad seat, I'm not doing it. If I'm going to do all of that and stress myself out and, like, give myself wild IBS for a night, I'd what? at least want to be where I can see her in, like, the golden circle or those $10,000 seats where you get to sit on stage. So those seats are ten grand, and then the golden circle is 5500 Is that the deal? The ones that I wanted were 5500 I don't know what the what they are, but apparently they're already, already sold out. I'm not going. I'm just not going. Yeah. I... I mean, I would please and thank you, and I wish she would. Like, is there a collector's item of, like, all of her concerts on DVD? There must be, like, somewhere, right? There's gotta be. Because Homecoming, I've watched a million times on Netflix. I love the Life is Beautiful documentary on HBO. But other than that, to like see her concerts, like remember when she did when she was like early pregnant, but she hadn't revealed it yet. She did something at like the Roseland Ballroom in New York City. And then there was something she did in Atlantic City, I think, or Vegas or something like that. Like real Beyonce stands like have every DVD ever made. And they're like, I can watch her concerts whenever I want. I'm like, I should invest in those. Yeah, get those. Get those, honey. Beyonce is who I would pay that much for, but I yes. could also buy myself like a brand new motorcycle and enjoy that for longer for the next 10 years of my life with $5,500. Beyonce is what I would pay that for. I feel like if Nikki ever started doing more of her like wild pop performances, I saw Nicki Minaj at the State Theater in Chicago on her Pink Friday. Or maybe it was like the Roman Reloaded album tour, the one where like Marilyn Monroe, the like ballad is on there, but also like, um, it's just the thanks that I get for putting you bitches on. Like all of those things were on that same album. And she had a pop show with dancers. She changed wigs eight times. She changed outfits a hundred times. Like I saw that show. Um, and that was really cool. But like, I don't know that I would enjoy an arena. I don't think it's for me. But Beyonce um, is the artist. Like if there was Beyonce a way is she the was, artist too. If she was me. playing a show at like the Globe downtown and somehow I was given the opportunity to pay four thousand dollars or five thousand dollars, like at a place like that, I'm like, I would I would take that opportunity. Cause I know it only holds two thousand people and I feel like I understand the room. But an arena with fucking fifty thousand people, that's crazy. No. No. Let's call. Okay. Hey, Big Dipper and Meatball. Hello. So I just left work, and I have this really fine coworker um, that flirts with me a lot. Um, and I like flirting with him, too. Um, but he's, like, really corny. Like, corny down. So I'm like, I don't know what I want to do because he's like, I don't know. He doesn't seem like the hookup type, uh, which I'd be down for, but he seems like a take it slow kind of guy. Also, he's like 10 years older than me. And I asked him if he listened to Renaissance and he said no. And then he showed me a Harry Styles music video. So I don't know what to do. You let me know. I, I think he's really cool though. He's, he's nice. He's nice. And 
Tell me what you would do. Thanks. Bye. I would go out for food after work one day and then invite him over to my house and then try to suck him off. Yeah, like, what's the dick like? Skip the food. Yeah, I don't understand. Just like, like you guys trying to fuck the, in the break room? The choice like, in music on? means nothing to me, so I don't understand what any of that matters. Like, yeah, he likes Harry Styles. He gay. He gay. He faggy. Suck his dick. Hasn't listened to Renaissance at all? Not even a curiosity? Well, there I'm... Uh, there are some people that I think I know probably haven't listened to Renaissance. Mm. One of them may, may even have said, oh, I don't often listen to colored music. <laughs> Next oh, call. What is happening? <laughs> Next call. The Big Dipper Mickball. It is uh, Ricky Bobby the Man. And I just thought I'd call and ask if you guys know about Dracoon Blue. Uh, he's a random person that showed up on the Facebook meme that said, if you don't know this guy and his superpowers, then you must not be gay. So, of course, I looked him up. And he can somehow magically make himself come just whenever he wants. And I'm like, what? It's kind of amazing. If you don't know about him, you would look him up. You should look him up. Uh, yeah. And I guess there's no real question unless would you, if that was something you knew how to do, would you do it? It sounds like it's wonderful for when you're feeling lazy. Uh, all right, that's it. Goodbye! Dracoon Blue. Did you find him on Twitter? Oh, I've been meaning to talk about this. Um, um, no, it doesn't come up. How do you even spell Dracoon? I, I, uh, I have the page up because I found it earlier when I heard this. It's D-R-A-C-O-O-N-E? N- N E and then blue, B L U E, yeah, like the color blue. Oh, Here it found is. It. No E. It's D R A C O N B L U E, all one word. He has four hundred seventy-seven thousand followers on Twitter. He got meat. He got abs. He got body. It looks like he lives on a farm somewhere. What is, but does he have face? Yeah, I mean, he's got. I mean, he's got face ish. Here's him fully nude putting out chicken feed in the Wait. chicken coop. He is like a farmer with a fat dick who does OnlyFans. But I guess, according to our caller, he can make himself come whenever he wants. I. Oh, yeah, he's. That's doing it for me. <laughs> You're like, and I'll be signing up. No, this is interesting, though, about looking him up. I feel like all of the adult content accounts have been suppressed, their searchability on Twitter. You like can't find anyone unless you type it exact, and then you just go to their page. Like They don't even pop up. And the same thing is going on on Instagram. Like A lot of gay shit is being heavily suppressed these days. Good. I'm tired of seeing it. No, it's fucking bad. All the political shit going on with like like trans folks being in the the center of the target for the right wing, like it's very fucked up. Yeah, that stuff is scary. Also, the stuff in Florida, like basically just banning books. Oh yeah, in Florida, at the beginning of Black History. Oh, crazy! It's getting it's getting weird. It's It's getting, getting like it's getting a little too out of control, and no one's saying. This is getting weird. Well, and it's because, in my humble opinion, it's because the people who are making it get super weird are these super alt-right extremist right-wing folks that we're going like, we can't take them seriously, we can't take them seriously. But actually, they're elected officials, so we should take it seriously because everything is getting really fucking wild. I don't like it. Um, so the searchability is fucked up for a lot of like porn stuff and gay stuff. Would you like to, you know, snap your fingers and just wet your pants with a cum load? Yeah, I would. I don't know what when it would come in handy. I'm never like, ooh, I wish I took longer. I wish, you know what I mean? Because I've I don't have a problem with that. As I've said before, I always finish. <laughs> You've never been like, oh, I wish I took longer. No. Well, 
No, because then I'll just be like, give me five minutes and we'll just do this again. If it's like worth it, you know? Oh, you're ready to, um, you're ready to she pop goes off rounds. immediately. She does rounds. She goes rounds. You, you're that song. I could do this for hours. Not, well, yeah, I am that song. And you are the song rock. The, don't rock the boat. No, I'm the song. Um, I get knocked down, like but I get up again toilet. and you never go. Treat me like a fucking toilet. Yeah, I'm the song Treat Me, parentheses, like a toilet by Mel Forever. Obsessed with her. All right. Next call. Well, we did it. No, that's it. Next call. Do one more call so that we... We made it to the end here. Why can't we do one more call? Because you didn't get enough calls. No, I got a call. I just don't like the content of it. I feel like the way the person told their story was bad. Uh, so they got the chop at the last minute. Chop, 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 chop. Well, thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode of Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod or follow Bomb Podcast at Bomb Podcast. And don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode, which come out every Tuesday and Friday. That's you can follow correct. us on Instagram at Spiciest Meatball and Big Dipper Jelly. I am at TikTok at Meatball the Drag Queen and Twitter at Fat Drag Meatball. And we we would love for you to come join Mom Plus, where you can watch the full unedited episodes of these unbleeped. podcasts a day, unbleeped. Yeah, oh yeah, they're still going to be heavily edited. Yeah, um, because my mouth unbleeped a day early, and then this Friday, who's on the pod? But Nicole Byer. Nicole Byer. Very exciting stuff. It's gonna be amazing. Um, that's it for now. Fingers crossed my sty goes down. I kind of feel like... Honestly, hope it stays forever. No, I kind of feel like it's the worst. It's the worst it could be right now, and it's only going to get better. But actually looking at it, it just feels awful, but it doesn't look... I mean, it looks bad, but it doesn't look crazy. It looks like I got hit in the face. Honestly, cheaper than getting more sty cream. Maybe just put a little purple eyeshadow kind of in it, a little yellow eyeshadow, and then you could just tell guys, yeah, this guy got a little rough with me last night. And then based on- punched me, but I'll still suck your dick. Just don't punch me in that eye. It's so swollen, and like, it feels- someone Someone hugged me hello, and like, my eye throbbed. Like- I don't feel like I'm even like even with an eye patch on that I would want to go out and try to meet someone and suck their dick. Like I don't feel like doing anything. I feel like sleeping. What is that Jessica Simpson song where she's like, nothing but a t-shirt with nothing but an eye patch on. I've never felt so beautiful. Maybe as I do now. All right. Now that I'm conjunctivitis. No, it's not conjunctivitis. It's a sty. With you. All right. Let's end, please. Ah, ah, goodbye. Ah, ah, now that I've got style. To listen to Sloppy Seconds one day early, ad-free, and to watch our full video episodes, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Editing and sound design by... William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkin.